0: Research shows that being part of a community
1: really helps us feel united, supported, safe and secure And we're more apt to reach our goals. This is exactly what we had in mind when we created our Roadmap to Wellness Club. Join us now for our monthly membership group where we host weekly meetings, hosting live Q&As and content created to help you transform your health, as well as monthly expert speakers. Go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Roadmap to Wellness Club. Hello everyone. How are you today? I am so excited that you guys are tuning in with us. Make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button so that you get each and every episode. Now, today I've got a very special guest. She's been on with us before, Chantel Ray. She is an author with a brand new book called One Meal and a Tasting, but she's got several other books out there. She is a coach, a program creator, she is also a podcast host. She is an entrepreneur, and she is a woman empowering woman, and I'm so blessed to be able to call her friend. Thank you, Chantelle, for coming on the show today. I'm excited to get digging into our conversation. Thank you. I always love hanging out with you. <laughs> now listen, Chantel and I met, oh gosh, a couple Ooh. years ago, but really got going about a year ago uh, with our friendship. And if you are someone who struggles with your weight, if you are someone who has been out there trying everything um, to do to get rid of those unwanted pounds, if you have had mental issues around it, you've got that guilt, that shame game going on, Um this is going to be the podcast for you because we're really going to dig into some of the eating patterns that we have. We're going to be digging into the research that Chantelle has done because she's got her own personal story as well as the hours and hours and hours of research that she's done to um, really stride her into that perfect program to really help women shed those pounds. So this is going to be good. Well, first of all, what got you into even looking at how we eat so i
2: interviewed so in my opinion like if i if someone wants to be wealthy they would go to someone who is wealthy who is doing well with their finances maybe someone who's bought a lot of rental properties or invested well or was a great business owner like everyone needs a mentor and so you want to find somebody who has kind of solved the, the issues for it. And they've said, okay, hey, this is exactly, you know, how I've found success. Right. So I decided to interview women who had been thin their whole lives, but they didn't, weren't obsessive compulsive. They weren't on a ton of diets, right? right? And so they are the ones who've really taught me so much. And then I've taken it and written into, I wrote a book called Waste Away. I've written a fasting freedom book. And then um, now I finally kind of did another deep dive because there were some things that I felt I did not really do well. And I was pieces missing. And I feel like I finally figured those
1: out and I added them into this book. I love that. And so the new book is called One Meal and a Tasting. And it's available right now, right? Yes.
0: Because
1: I I know I signed up for the pre-order with it. And we're scrolling that across the bottom of the screen. So if you're watching us live, it's ChantelRayWay.com forward slash One Meal. If you're listening on the podcast, we'll make sure that that gets in the show notes and you'll just be one click and you can get yourself a copy of that. So you researched, I love how you talked about needing a mentor, you know, when we want something in life, we've got to surround ourselves by people who are living that life that we want. So what, um, what did you find in that research? You you said, "I, I went out and I searched out these women who had been thin all their lives. What surprised you most? So I'll
2: give you an example of a a glimpse in the book, but one piece of one thing that someone had taught me, my friend Kim Mm -hmm. said, you know, either I skip things or I swap things or I have a little bite of something. So for example, she says like, instead of viewing your meal as like individual components, you kind of look at it collectively. So she'll say, I don't eat the steak and the potatoes and have a cocktail and have dessert. She's like, that's just way too much. It's too many calories, too many carbs. So she figures out like what choices she is going to make. So for example, she says when she goes to Chick-fil-A, she's not going to order the fried chicken tenders and French fries and a milkshake and eat all of it. Mm-hmm. So for her, she might swap out the fried nuggets or grilled nuggets, right? And then maybe have a couple of fries. So at dinner, she would either skip the cocktail or skip the dessert. So like, if you look at these thin women, they're like, they're not having this whole big dessert and having the cocktails. So they're having either the cocktail or the dessert, one or the other, right? Like they would say things like, my dessert is my cocktail. Right. Um, So like, you know, if they wanted a steak, so she would say, if I wanted a steak, I'm going to get the steak and maybe a vegetable, eat half of the steak, eat, you know, the vegetables. And then maybe I would get, have a couple bites of dessert and not get, get the cocktail. So in my book, it's a section kind of really explaining it. And Mm -hmm. the chapter is called skip swap or bites. But that's just one of the tips that you learn that so that when you go out, you start going, okay, what is, what are they thinking in their mind? And and what's so cool is a lot of these things, they didn't even really know they were doing. I Mm -hmm. had to like pull it out of them. Mm -hmm. So for example, she would say things like, you know, she would, she would use oat milk Instead of of dairy, mm-hmm. um, somebody else might have dairy. But again, like for her, she would say, I like the oat milk just as much as I like the dairy. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I made that swap because the difference is not that much. It's like the differential factor of mm-hmm. what it is is not that much. So she would say things like, let's say she had ice cream. Mm hmm. For her, she's, if she's going to have ice cream, she's going to have a little bit of it, but she's not going to have an ice cream that has tons of chemicals in it, right? So for her, if she's going to have ice cream, she's going to have a full fat ice cream with Ben and Jerry's or, you know, the most, the most natural ice cream that she could possibly can instead of having some low fat one that adds more sugar and, you know, that
1: sort of thing. The hydrogenated, yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you, you're, you're speaking my language, Chantal, you're speaking my language. But I like what she's doing, what you describe with this, Kim, is that she is not depriving herself. She's saying, look, if I want to have something, I'm going to have it, and I'll just modify with that skip, swap, or bite sizes. So I'm, I'm allowing myself to have, because I think so many women think they've got to take away and deprive. Do you see that? happening a lot? Yes. Yeah, so they're not
2: depriving. That's what I'm saying. So they are making choices, right? You know, they're making choices. And I I kind of talk about, uh, in my book, I talk about the, I call it keto flex or keto ish. Okay. And they're not, if you asked any of the people I interviewed, not one of them would ever say they're on a keto diet. They would never say they do never say that. But if you look at what they're eating, I've literally taken, have them take pictures of everything they've eaten and they're, they're eating carbs. They're just not eating a ton of them. They're having three French fries. They're having an open face sandwich with one slice of bread. You know, they're having, they're, they're just not having two, they're not having a, or they're having half a sandwich, right? So just all these different tricks that they do is in the book and it, it just comes naturally to them. Like they just are saying like, you know, when she, she takes a picture, a friend of mine went to Panera, she took a picture of it and you see, she got a sandwich. She pulled off the bread. She actually, what she did was she took one full bite of the sandwich. Then what she did was take the rest of it and took the top off and ate the sandwich. Mm -hmm. But like, again this is came nat- this is all naturally coming to them of what they're doing and and when you see it in writing and you see it like I have a video class that you can see too but you can see all that it starts just changing the way that you think because i've seen so many people go oh i'm going to go low carb, and I'm going to go keto. And then they go to such an extreme. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, they're not having any bread. And then the second you put bread in front of them, they are, you know, then they start binging and all Mm -hmm. that craziness. And so Mm -hmm. it's just, it's really powerful, like really learning of some of the different tricks they've done.
1: I love that because, you know, I I will freely admit, and people who know me have heard me talk about food has been my nemesis. Um, I was able to get rid of toxins like that. I was able to make so many different lifestyle changes, but food was a hard one for me. And because I'm out in the public eye of who I am, I hid it. I was like a closet ho-ho eater, a closet bread eater, you know, and there was shame and Guilt with that, and I like that you talk about this. You know, they don't even think about it. It's it's just they they you know minimize. They make these choices. They make these swaps. Um, you know, without even thinking that that's what they're doing. I love that because mm-hmm. otherwise we do. We have this soul, this mental thing about it. Talk to us about intermittent fasting because we hear about intermittent fasting all the time. You know, what are its benefits? So for me, the benefits that it has done.
2: So I actually just have a podcast coming out today and I'll show you my blood glucose monitor, but I'm obsessed with, um, oh, it just, I'll show it to you in a second because I have to pull it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm obsessed with this blood glucose monitor that I have. And we I just did a podcast. I have a podcast called Waste Away Through Intermittent Fasting. And we talked about how good, intermittent fasting is for your blood sugar, but I can actually prove it with my blood glucose monitor to see exactly what my blood sugar is doing. And and there's been studies that have been found that fasting actually improves your blood sugar, which those people, I used to be pre-diabetic Mm-hmm. So I went from being pre-diabetic, I just got my lab work done and my doctor was looking at my A1C numbers, which is what kind of looks at what your insulin levels are over the last 90 days. And he was like, Chantel, I've never seen someone's A1C levels this amazing. He's like, they are phenomenal. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, that's from intermittent fasting. But, but I mean, he knew what they were before. So- right. They were really, really high. He's like, wow. And I'm like, he's like, you're doing a great job with that. I'm like, it's the fasting. That's what's Mm -hmm. doing it. Because what I I learned is what I used to do was snack here, snack there, snack there. And every time you do that, you're you're making it where your blood sugar is, you know, you're putting insulin in your body every time. And it just, you don't need that. And so a lot of people are insulin resistant. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's just because they've given their body every five minutes, they're having a, a drink that has some sugar in it and coffee with cream. I mean, every time you turn around, they're putting something in their body, which is creating as allowing them to become insulin resistant. So that's one of the things that's really a big deal. The other one is inflammation. You know, Hi. acute inflammation is, Massive right now. And inflammation has serious consequences for your health. There's that's chronic conditions of heart disease, cancer. If you look at it's all parts of inflammation. Right. And so intermittent fasting is so good. They they've done tests that show have shown that one month of intermittent fasting has massively decreased levels of inflammatory markers. And so that is another huge one. People's blood work okay. levels are great, and um, the biggest one for me is weight loss. So it's wow. it's the biggest one that I think <laughs> is the most important. But if you think about it, it allows you to eat. It allows you to eat what you want a little bit more and it allows you to not be focused on eating all the time.
1: Right. I just um Naomi shared a quote with me just the other day that said it's not about the weight you lose, but the life you gain. Mm. And so good. And I just I love that because as women I think we're so totally focused on the weight, which is great you know we all want to be at a healthy weight but but when we get the body healthy like you said we're not having the spikes in the glucose we're not having the chronic inflammation in the body we're actually making the body healthy and the weight loss is kind of a side effect of that
2: so true i love that
1: yeah it, it's like and 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 what happens from that as a result you know of that is what increased energy increased focus, you know, um, you might have find that your hormones uh, start getting more regulated when your body gets healthy, right? What else do you see?
2: Well, I think the, the biggest thing is that no matter, you know, really what religion you have, is that fasting is in Almost every religion they talk about fasting, yes. Um, and so about the benefits of it, and you know, I'm fasting right now, Mm -hmm. and I'm really fasting for a lot of things that I'm trying to figure out what I want to do on some different properties I want to buy, and some different things like that, and some really big decisions I'm making, like massive, massive decisions. And so, spiritually, I believe that. You know, it's kinda like scuba diving. My favorite analogy is I say, When you go when you like if you came to Virginia Beach and you did, you came to Virginia Beach, Mm -hmm. you Our our water is brown, unfortunately. (laughs) I mean, it's beautiful here, but the water is not blue like it is in Miami. And you can't see anything. When you're standing above the water, you can't see anything. But when you get on scuba gear, as soon as you go down under the water and put on the glasses and go scuba diving, you can see the color of the fish. You can see the coral. You can see everything there. And that's what fasting does. It really brings clarity. So, I think that, you know, the Bible talks about fasting over 70 times of how beneficial fasting is and, you know, like really seeking God when you're fasting. So that's another really big piece that, you know, that I talk about in my second book called Fasting to Freedom. And that's really just a deeper dive of why you should fast and what are kind of the benefits of biblical fasting as well.
1: I love that. So how long are you going on your fast right now? You know, I'm going to go 48 hours, but I
2: may go 72 hours. I haven't eaten since Saturday night, so I may wait until Tuesday. It's really just a matter of when I feel like I've gotten my clarity and my answers from what, um, what I'm kind of looking for. So if by tomorrow night, I feel like God's given me that kind of clarity on what I want. Maybe I'll eat tomorrow night. Otherwise, I'll wait until... 20 yeah,
1: yeah. I love that. I just finished a 68 and a half. Got to get that 36 minutes in there. on um, fasting. I was going for 72. Um but my body was just feeling like I, okay, I'm I'm ready. I need to eat. But I I was like you. I had a lot of uh, decisions going in and I used that for getting that clarity. Um, and thank you for bringing in that faith basis into the fasting. Now, when you talk about intermittent fasting as a, uh, as a just a normal way of eating, what do you follow any particular rule like 16-8, um, you know, 10-12? Is there something that you follow with that?
2: So what I do
1: is I basically,
2: I usually eat in about a six-hour window. Okay. But the biggest thing that I've learned is that, you know, again, in my book, you can tell from the title, I eat one meal and I have a tasting. Mm -hmm. So whether that's in an eight hour window, it's usually in a six hour window. Most of the time it's six hours, but every once in a while it might be eight hours. But at the end of the day, I'm still eating just one meal and I'll have one little tasting. So that's kind of what I go over in my book of exactly what is a tasting, how, what, what should kind of the size of your meals. And again, this is all from the thin women that I've interviewed. And what's crazy is that they all are doing approximately the same thing. Like they may all be eating something different, but around the same times and around the same size of meals. Like I literally take pictures before and after <laughs> of what they're eating. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. That is, isn't it? It is a phenomenon. And I love that. Now, have, have you found, cause I've heard, um, you know, the, there's different talks about, well, you know, for women, especially in reproductive um, time frame for them, maybe intermittent fasting isn't so good for them. Have you heard that? Have you found that to be true in your research? What are you coming up with?
2: Yeah, I think that intermittent fasting is great for everyone, no matter who they are. Um, As long as it's, especially an eight hour window, like there's nobody I know that'd be like, you really need to eat in more than 8 hours nobody now i do feel that there are some issues if you have thyroid issues um if you're taking thyroid medicine if you've got some cortisol issues that cuz fasting is a stress to your body mm-hmm. eating in an 8 hour window is really not a stress to your body right so when you start reducing that eating window, maybe it's six hours or four hours or just eating one meal a day, that can create some more stress on your body. So there are some people, you know, that maybe might want to stick to an eight hour eating window, but anything, you know, less than that, There are some people, depending on some of their health issues, it may not be best for them to go down, but most of the people I know it is better for them to go to a shorter eating window. I personally did not lose weight when I was just doing an eight-hour window, but it was also because I was eating two full meals during that time. And that's what I was saying is that it's more than just intermittent fasting. Like everyone's like, Well, I tried intermittent fasting and I didn't lose weight. Well because that's one piece of the puzzle. There's like nine other pieces to the puzzle that you have. It's that's one, and it's a big one, but it's only one piece of it.
1: Maybe you can relate. We tried every fad diet, meal plan, cleanse, and exercise program out there to get rid of that unwanted belly fat. It's so frustrating trying to figure out what in the world to do. Through our training and certifications, we've learned a proven method that has completely transformed our lives. Not only did we lose the belly fat, but we have increased energy, we sleep better, and wow, does our hair and skin look better than ever. Join our three-day boot camp, Roadmap to Wellness Boot Camp, at transformingwomenshealth.com. Right. So, right. I, I I think, you know, it's it's equally important, not just the, the windows that you're going to eat, as well as, you know, a, allowing yourself, to, you know, intermittent fasting is a window, but are you also doing a regular fasting where once a week, are you doing 24 hours? Is it once a month? You know, incorporating that uh, fasting period on a regular basis as well. But what are you eating? Uh, Amy quiz has been there so true. You know, if you're going to continue to eat the same food, full of preservatives, full of hydrogenated fat, full of sugars, then of course, this isn't going to change anything for you, Um, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, one of the things that I've interviewed the the women is that they might sprinkle their, their eating with some decadent foods that, you know... Even, but even the decadent foods that they're having are still, they're doing every the majority of what they can to make sure that there's not. So many chemicals in their foods like it's it is really gotten insane of how they've, you know, just even like dairy, for example, you know, RBGH and RBST like that's a hormone that's fed to cows to increase their milk production Mm -hmm. It produces elevated levels of insulin. Um, like growth factor one in dairy products. And it's been found to increase the risk of colon cancer and all kinds of things. So if you're going to have dairy, my suggestion is to either choose organic or to choose hormone free dairy products and really figure out, you know, how do you feel, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're, you're eating it. But you're the queen of the toxins, and you've taught me so much about other kinds of
1: toxins as, as well. Right, right. And I, and I think it, that's a key piece to bring in. I'm going to give it just a moment. There we go. Um, I think that's a key piece to bring into this because... You know, intermittent fasting is a lifestyle. You know, toxin free is a lifestyle. This is not something that you do for seven days, 10 days, 30 days. This is something that we incorporate. What I hear repeatedly from you with your research with these women is it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. This is how they live day to day. They don't even consider it, it's not even a thought for them, right? Yeah. And it's a matter
2: of when they're at the store. So for example, sodium nitrate, you know, that's used in deli foods like processed meats. Those preservatives have been linked to cancer. Mm -hmm. And so nitrate is also a common uh, inside drinking water. And so, you you know, making sure that you're drinking, you know, water that's filtered is really important. And so like for me, I'm not going to have turkey meat or anything like, like I barely ever eat like turkey meat ever. So, but if I was going to, it is going to definitely be nitrate free, you know, like an organic, you know, turkey that I know that doesn't have all these crazy chemicals in it.
1: I tell you what. You know, I, I, I was a huge turkey eater, chicken eater. And when we moved to Northwest Iowa, where it is poultry city and seeing how the poultry is raised and treated and processed, <laughs> it's it's a no go for me. I don't care if it says it's organic or not, because they just the things just like with our beef, the things that get added to it um, are are. Just nastiness, you know, so know your farmer, know your process, know how things are grown and raised because what they eat, we're eating, right?
2: Yeah. And think about like, think about the number of people who have like ADHD and ADD now, like they're saying that the synthetic food dyes have been linked to neurological disorders like ADHD, you know? And so you want to look for food that has been dyed using natural ingredients like dragon fruit or spirulina or or carrots to mm-hmm. make it look a different way. And the genetically modified organisms right now, like most of that corn, soy, cotton seed, canola oil that we have now is just made from GMOs. Crops mm-hmm. are often sprayed with chemical pesticides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of saying, okay, I've got to make a decision. Now, well, I don't, and every one of them would say, when I go out, I just, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a little bit and it is what it is, right? Like mm-hmm. you can all get so crazy about it. So I'm going to try to go to the the a restaurant that I know is as good, maybe they're using avocado oil or I'll yeah. Ato. For my food with olive oil. And, you know, I'll I'll maybe make it with butter, you know, something to kind of make a few tweaks and kind of really look at where what restaurants I'm going to. But at some point you go, okay, when I'm at home, 80% of the time, I'm really focused on making sure my food is clean. And then, you know, at some point you go, okay, I'm going to go out, you know, I'm going to have Chipotle today and It is what it is. And even Chipotle, they've done a good job of really kind of, again, I wouldn't be eating, you know, probably Burger King, but I might get a Chipotle, right? And making their decisions.
1: I love that you bring in that 80%, you know, because that gives us a grace. Remember earlier, I was talking about being that closet eater of bread, that closet eater of the sweets. You know, I started off saying, you know what, 40% of the time I'm going to feed my body nourishing, healthy, from the earth foods. And 60% of the time, it's going to be, it's not going to be a good choice. But I know that this is what I need to do to work through. And now I'm up to an 80% always eating healthy 20%, I'm going to have that piece of cake. 20% of the time I'm going to have that slab of pizza. You know, because I think it's important that we don't deprive ourselves and be that person that says, "Oh no, I I I don't eat pizza." I I don't eat, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. We, we have to allow ourselves to go there. Um we're kidding kind of towards the last of our time frame. And we've done, oh my gosh, we've gone through the fasting, the timeframes that we're fasting. We've gone through the healing properties that it can do for our body. So, so important. We've talked about our faith and what faith says about fasting and the way we eat. And then we might be frozen up again. There we go. Um, And we've really talked a lot about the wonderful tips and the research that you give with your book, One Meal and a Tasting. Chantel, talk to me about, you know, what's your final really want to leave the listeners with? What is your really big passion here?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is really looking at hunger and fullness and fasting really allows you to do that because you have to get in tune with your body and ask yourself, how hungry am I? How full am I? And the only way you're going to successfully lose weight with intermittent fasting is to really evaluate your true hunger and not head hunger, but your true physical hunger. And so I talk about, I have a hunger scale of a one, zero, one, two, three, four, five. And one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about is helping people understand hunger, which is your physical need for food, and appetite, which is your mental desire for food. Because you can have appetite all the time, right? Like you can literally just always be having an appetite, but you're only physically hungry sometimes. And it really, what makes me happy is I've got a girl, I've I've gotten it so many times. I think the audio book, uh, we, we have it live to available now, but through Audible, through Audible, it should be out later on today. But the biggest thing that I recommend people doing that I've seen the biggest results is people listening to the audio book by first book, Waste Away, and then this one, One Meal and a Tasting. I had a girl say that she listened to the audio book three times. She, she read the book the first time and she lost uh, like 10 pounds. And then she listened to the audio book three times. And then she, she lost the last 25 pounds that she needed to lose. And here's why you, what you'll do. And even as I interview these women, you learn things like, I will never eat a full sandwich again. Like I just won't. Because mm-hmm. as I've watched them, they don't ever eat a full sandwich. They just don't do it. Um, you know, they're going to eat kind of half like an open face sandwich is what they're gonna do, right? Because it's it, it tastes just as good with an open face sandwich than it does with two slices of bread. And so you you don't, you don't capture all of it. As you listen to it, you have to get this little tidbit, this little tidbit, this little tidbit. And as you do, you make this small change and this small change and this small change. And it keeps adding up. And you have to be listening to that over and over again.
1: Oh, the ripple effect. I absolutely love it. That's that's amazing. One last question I've got for you, Chantel, before we leave. Again, it's Chantel Ray Way. Dot com forward slash one meal to get yourself a copy of this fantastic book. Um, really get your body into true healing by going through intermittent fasting, learning what you can do here. But Chantel, I want you to leave us with what is your best toxin-free lifestyle tip?
2: Hmm. I would say probably one of my favorite things that I've done is I've gotten a Berkey water uh, that I love. And I have it at my office at my house. I have a full, uh, you know, I've gotten a whole water filter, but for my office and everywhere else. So I've got other offices and I have a Berkey water machine. And so I think, you know, really having clean water is really important. I would say the soap that I use, my favorite soap that I've now put everywhere is Dr. Bronner's because I think Dr. Bronner's soap, I mean, it's just Castile oil. I would say that's another big one. My coffee creamer, I've, I'll have to s- send you a picture of it, but it's actually a non-dairy coffee creamer that I use. And it's basically nothing but coconut milk. So one of the things that I do, I make sure I use a coconut milk. I either do it out of the can or I use a one that's non non um or that it's a powdered version mm-hmm. but it's literally nothing but coconut milk so for your your coffee so um right now um if you're going to drink coffee i just literally take it and i i make sure that it's nothing but coconut milk inside cuz a lot of them have guar gum and this and that mm-hmm hard to find Trader Joe's has the a great one it's okay. organic coconut milk in the can from Trader Joe's and it's if you look at the ingredients it says organic coconut that's it there's nothing else in it you just take it and then you can get one of these little uh zappers that I call that you can mix your coffee with and then because otherwise it doesn't blend as well
1: so what are those called you know what I'm talking about uh yeah I have because I do a french Press is what I use to make my coffee with, and they are called a frother. Is what they are. It's a little frother, and I have one that's battery operated. And you just battery operated, yes. Push the button and it froths it up, or uh, it, it mixes it. Is what it does. Because I use a coconut powder. Is what yeah. I use in my coffee. So it's it's coconut, but it's in a powder form. Um, I have. What brand do you use? You know what? I'll have to go um, buy it because I I just with Sean Wells, I got it off of him. Uh, um, If you've, you know, uh, talked with him with the energy formula, it was his his MCT oil and it's it's all, uh, you know, via the coconut.
2: Yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah. So that would be probably some of my tips. Amy said frother. (laughs) Good minds think alike. I love that. And with coffee, too, I just want to tell you guys, coffee holds a lot of mold. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're getting yourself a good organic coffee Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, I would uh, recommend using a French press because our coffee machines can um, get a lot of bacteria, a lot of mold inside of them as well. That's just my tip.
2: I'd I'd love to see yours.
1: If you can text me a picture of your coffee machine and your creamer, that'd be awesome. I absolutely will. All right, thank you so much for coming on today. You're such a delight. I cannot wait to get my hands on the book. I pre-ordered it, so I'm sure it's coming soon, Uh, and read through it. And I wish it's full color. color.
2: And if uh, if they go to that link for the ChantelRayway.com/slash One Meal, they can actually get the audio book for free. So if you Yes. buy the book on you. They just send an email to questions at com,
1: And we email them the audiobook for free today. If they buy the paperback. Love that. Thank you for giving that to the audience. I appreciate that so much.
2: All right. Great talking with you. Bye. You bet.
0: That's all for this episode of the toxin terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health.